Hello and welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, a podcast where we talk about living the life we want. And um, today I have my friend Danny Cobbin and I have my friend Amy Crippen. Hey, Danny. Hello, hello, Jasmine. How are you? I'm good. Hey, Amy. Hey, Jazzy. So, so uh, everybody has already met Amy. We've seen her in season one and then we saw her, I introduced her in episode one and we're going to talk a little later on about eating what we want. And, uh, but to begin with, um, I wanted to share with you guys, um, uh, we call it the HFMOG moment that we have, <laughs> which for those of you who have never taken a Michael Neal class, don't know what that means, but it basically means holy beeping mother of God <laughs> moment. Um, and uh, this morning, I kind of woke up with, over the weekend, we had um, fantastic class. I don't, Danny, maybe you'll, you'll be able to, to say some, some words about it. Danny was there with me. We were doing coaching mastery and we were talking about understanding basically how life works and i'm i'm a business person and um i'm i'm good with business with customer service and i'm good with computers and it kind of like i had the thought why is it that i'm so comfortable around computers you know i was like like computers don't scare me software doesn't scare me and i was talking to somebody the other day i was like you want a website just call me you want a calendar link to your whatever call me you you know you want a podcast call me like i, I just i'm a doer give me a software i'm gonna just get it running you know and I was kind of like in this reflection for myself, in this inquiry, this exploration, whatever word you want to use. And I was looking at why is it that I'm so comfortable there? Like why? And yeah, it could be experience. It could be the number of hours I've put into it. But one thing that I got was, it's that I understand, I understand what I'm doing. Like from the moment that I, I understood how it worked, I was able to be, to move freely inside whatever software or whatever um, domain of a business I was working on. And over the weekend, that's what we were looking at life. We were looking at understanding how life works. And I just, I had this moment of, holy shit. So the reason why I, I've suffered in my life or I've struggled in my life is because I didn't understand how things worked. You know, I didn't understand the rules of life <laughs> per se. So there was, there, there were rules that I had made up that I thought for sure that's how it worked. And then the second that I understood that that's how it worked. And I was like, I thought, okay, I'm all set. And then I'd go somewhere else or talk to somebody else and they'd be like, it doesn't work like that for me. And I'd be like, man, I thought I understood it, you know? And so this weekend, what we were looking at was, you know, understanding how life works But coming from a true, a real, um, a place where it's the same for everyone, 
you know, once we understand how that works, then we can move freely in life. Am I making any sense so far? Yeah, I yeah? Know. I'm okay. following you. Okay, good. If you're following, fantastic. So <laughs> just wanted to make sure. So the thing that I saw is like, I was looking at the name of the podcast, Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. I was looking at, you know, like I've always wanted to live the life I want. Um, you know, I didn't want to fit inside a box. I didn't want to do what my mom said. I didn't want to, you know, work the way everybody else works. Like, cause it just didn't work with me. Um, yes, I was told that I was being a princess or I was, you know, I would, I had a whole bunch of different qualifiers for how I was thinking, you know, I was thinking, I want to do the life. I, I want to live the life I want. Um, but what I saw inside all of this is that I kept focusing on, I want, like I was looking at the, I want, and I was never looking at life, <laughs> you know, like in, in that statement, live the life you want. I would look at want only. And it was kind of like the, it wasn't really what I wanted, even though I thought I did. And in this moment, I was like, if the moment I'm going to learn how life truly works for everybody, then I'm going to, my want is going to, get clarified for me does that make any sense like what do you guys hear in what i'm saying that i feel like i'm ranting <laughs> well um what i kind of hear you saying is just like when you understand how our system as humans how we operate you're able to you're able to take a look at the things that you say you want to actually get what it is that you do want. Um, that's what I'm hearing. I, I'm hearing a lot of like, the more I'm falling in love and knowing myself, the more I'm able to produce the things that I actually want to show up in the world. Is that is that kind of sort of what, what I'm hearing you say? Yeah, yeah. If that's, that sounds like what I was saying. What about you, Amy? Yeah, I was hearing that too. The, um, it's really funny, the word, what really landed on me was that word want, you know, and yeah. what came to mind is um, desire too. And I kind of feel like they have a little bit of a different quality, especially when it's like an inner desire, like an inner pull towards yeah. something, you know? versus like an external want, you know? Um, and when we're trying to live the way, the world, you know, life as we want it, we really need to look at like what we truly desire and what lights us up and not like those external things that we believe we want um, to fulfill an um, external uh like goal or endpoint or somewhere we think we should be like our inner desires often are leading us. They have like a different quality to them, a different like wisdom to them, you know, than like, a want. Like, like the, there, there's a difference between, you know, wanting something intellect intellectually and then just wanting something from, you know, just wanting something like a, a lot of the times, like, you know, I, I, I love to, when I talk to my clients, I like to say, you know, well, what do you prefer, you know, vanilla or chocolate? And then, you know, they say whatever they're going to say. And then I say, why? And then they start explaining, you know, and I kind of go like, okay, so the, the desire is like your desire, let's say it's chocolate, because for me, it's chocolate. Uh, 
let's say it's chocolate. That's just what you want. And then the explanation is just like, it's all the intellect, like everything that you've made up about why you want it. Yeah, what, what, you've, what you feel short term when you get the chocolate, you know, and there's that dot desire and you believe the chocolate will satisfy that. But sometimes it's, it's something other than, um, you know, that external valid, the external thing, we need something internally, you know? Um, and I don't know, it's just kind of, it's kind of listening inward a little differently, you know, for, oh, what do I think this thing's going to give me? That's what I like to ask myself. Like, what do I think? What do I think this thing's going to get me? Mm. And then usually the answer is like, oh, I probably already have that. Mm. <laughs> like, you know. Let me ask you, Danny. I've, I've heard you say this once um, and I thought it was, it, it, it's interesting. Uh, and it's a little, it ties into a little bit of what I'm trying to bring in uh, right now. You said, you know, learn the rules. Once you know what the rules are, then you can start. I, I, I don't know if you said breaking them. <laughs> I don't remember if you said that, but if, whether you said breaking them or you can start playing around them, you know, um, like, do you have any idea what I'm talking about when it comes to what you said about that? Yeah. Um, like, as you know, like when we, you know, you and I, we went to Supercoach Academy at the beginning of 2020 and, um, you know, we were all playing the game of life. Every last one of us all, how many of a billion of us out there. And the coolest thing was was watching my kids i have like twins they're two years old and watching them play with certain things and me not understanding why like it's so like strict and by the rules and then looking at my older daughter she's 14 and like we're playing skip bow we're playing you know spades things like that and she's able to comprehend the game in a completely different way so what super coach did for me and i and it sounds like what it did for you is it gave us the tools to understand how us as humans interact with nature, interact with the world, interact with uh, just the way we move about life. And what Supercoach actually did was gave us those rules, right? Like as we understood the rules, like, and I'm just gonna use mind consciousness and thought, and we may, we may go into that in a second, what all that is. But knowing that gave me the ability, and once I learned it, to be like, oh, like we have this infinite possibility and we're playing the rules just like as if we were like a two-year-old. Like, okay, like I don't know what all the rules are, so I have to do this. And if I don't, if I do this and I win the game, well, cool. But if I do this and I lose the game, I don't really understand why it is that I'm losing. Um, but yeah, like now, a year later, after learning and growing and being in that coaching mastery with you, I am starting to see that the rules are there, but we don't even know they're there. But once we know they're there, like gravity, for instance, like, you know, we all use that in a 3P community. Like, that's one of those things that, like, it's an invisible force. My kids don't understand gravity right now. They're affected by it, but they don't understand it. So whenever they get a little older, they understand gravity. They'll understand, oh, well, I could do different things to jump higher. I could do different things to... Like the reason why birds fly is because of these rules of gravity. So like, it, that's kind of sort of what comes to mind whenever I start thinking about rules versus, you know, breaking those rules versus, you know, being able to play in a way that kind of gently bends the rules. Hmm. Hmm. It's it's funny because the way that the way that I see it, I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you what I saw this morning. Like I know 
like I, I'm going to come back to computers because, you know, that's what I can, I can refer back to. So I've been teaching, you know, how to use a certain software. So I help people create um, databases for their customers. And so I've, I've taught staff how to use like what steps to do to, to be able to pull in the information that they have in their minds and actually put it into the computer. And in, in some people I would sit there and I would explain, it's like, okay, so what we wanna do is we wanna gather all the information about your client. And like, you're, we're gonna take one client at a time and we wanna gather all the information on that client. And, but we're gonna gather it exactly the same way for every single one of them. <laughs> and <laughs> I would generally get the, you know, the gloss over look like, just give me the steps. Can you just give me the steps? Where do I click? <laughs> you know, they just go, where do I click? And, and, and they would just wanna have, you know, the steps, okay? so. First, you go to customers, then you click add, then you go there, then you fill this. Like they just wanted these steps, right? And, and that was fine, you know, but that's like just following steps, right? And the more that they did it, the more that they memorized the steps. But they didn't really see the power of it all right? Other people would make up their own rules. Like now they would go, well, I'm not going to go to customers. I'm going to go to contacts and I'm going to add this there. And in the category section, I'm going to put the product and I'm like, they would just make up their own rules, right? So they weren't following the rules of the software, right? And then that would screw up the whole system, right? And then you had these other people who just understood what was going on. They understood that in a customer relationship management software, what you do is you gather the information of all your clients and then you categorize them the same way so that you can pull up information so that you know how to act in the future so if you're going to target you're going to make a targeted campaign for photographers you're going to pull up the categories of photographers right and then it could be multiple things right so i had these people who understood that this whole system and then at that point would be okay well i'm going to bypass this this part and I'm going to go straight here because I understand what I need to do in this part and they would understand like they understand they understood the whole thing and they didn't screw anything up and that's kind of like what I'm learning with living the life that I want that's what I'm seeing that I've learned like I thought in the beginning I was following the steps you know you're a woman, you need to get married, you need to have kids, and you need to have a house, and you need to have a job. Like, you know, I had the, the list of things that I needed to do. Right? Boxes to tick, right? Yeah. Gotta tick the boxes. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I ticked the boxes just until I started seeing, oh, wow. Is that it? Is, is that is that life? That's that's why I think there is a different quality and desire because there will be different things on your list if it comes from an internal perspective. And then when we actually tick those boxes, <laughs> you know, we we actually just enjoy the whole process of just moving towards that desire like we don't even have to actually achieve it we just like yeah. because it's so like close to what we want to create in the world 
it feels really good just playing in the game. It just feels good to play. And there's there's an there's an effortless aspect. Mm-hmm. And there's like there's the no effort. You know, it's like it's I like I'm realizing that when I'm I'm experiencing the desire to put in an effort and now i i i don't want to receive hate mail here <laughs> i'm not saying that we never place an effort but when it becomes hard complicated difficult painful you know all that aspect it's like it's because i'm trying to fit a square box in this round hole So Danny, what have you seen for yourself around living a life that you want? What have I seen around living the life? Like I'm living the life that I want, I ain't realize it. Like Mm, that's good. Like that sounds so crazy. Well, like um, a little while ago, I realized that the only thing we humans do is what we actually want to do. So whatever is in our life is actually what we want to have here, whether we say it is or not, because we definitely have the opportunity to make different choices, the opportunity to to see things differently. But like. I could tell you all day I don't want to have twins, right? Like I'd be like, oh yeah, I don't want to have twins, man. This is a, it's a crazy lifestyle having these twins. But like, if I didn't want to have twins, I wouldn't have had twins. All right, well, I wouldn't have had kids. I couldn't help the twins part. But so yeah, I'm just had, yeah. Go. You've had the thought. Well, not saying you have, but have you ever had the thought? Yeah, I have the thought all the time that like, like all the time that something is like, something's wrong. Like, I don't want to have them. Like, I have these thoughts all the time. But what I'm seeing is like, all those thoughts are causing me to be out of sync with life in the moment. So like, if I'm upset that I have twins, and then I walk out there, and I'm going to be with my twins, I'm going to treat them differently. I'm going to interact with them differently than if I was like, man, I don't even have to be like, I love my twins. That's not even the thing. It's just like living life comes with its own set of stuff to do. I mean, I could be upset about that stuff to do, but when I start thinking about my well-being, my happiness, and I'm shooting for those things, I'm seeing that like, the negative stuff, the just, I don't want this. I don't want that. That's all just kind of sort of getting in my way. Uh, have you seen anything like that? Yeah, definitely. I've seen, you know, the thing that I've seen is, and I've been trying to, ex to explain it, um, but uh, people kind of look at me weird, but I've noticed, I've noticed that anytime that I'm not I'm not going to say happy. I'm going to say at peace. When I'm, when I'm in my head, when I get unsettled in my head, when I get annoyed, when I get any time that I'm not at peace, it's because I'm resisting the present moment. I'm resisting how it is. I'm saying it should be different. It should be something other than how it is. Yeah. Every single time. I just, I just realized that I had to, like, uh, I realized that, that everything that I was like interacting with, whether it was a person, whether it was a piece of paper, or the computer, like everything I'm interacting with is from my memory. I'm not, not interacting with it new and fresh for the first time because if i was like if i went to go pick up a cup but i had no idea what that cup was i wouldn't know how to pick it up i wouldn't know what it did 
but because in my head i'm like okay there's a cup right there uh you just pick it up with your hand you put it to your mouth you just drink from it like but if something happened and that wasn't exactly the experience of me picking up a cup i'd be upset i'd be frustrated i'd be like man this isn't this isn't the way i thought it was supposed to be and that's kind of what i'm hearing you say yeah yes kind of very much the same the same thing yeah it's it's amazing what humans do it's just amazing we human beings do things by memory without knowing and what i like in this inquiry that we're having is that we're looking at the the dormant thoughts that are dwelling without us even knowing that they're dwelling anymore because we've made them um we've made them a habit and we've made them a fact and we made them absolute and that's it that's all that's how it is you know and part of Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go, go. No, go ahead. No, I was just to say part of the thing that I, I I'm recognizing is that I, I didn't realize for the longest time that I inter like that I had a bunch of thoughts. Like when I first came to like any of this, it was like I thought my mind was blank, and nothing was going on in there. <laughs> but like today, for instance, I realized that it doesn't matter what I look at as I scan the room that something like i i have a list of things that i think about it like this cup oh this cup it's red it's uh got water in it it does it does this it does that is it and water though is it <laughs> danny brought the party <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like Okay. Whenever I think that I know exactly what something is, like that, my head it just spins. Like, oh, like this, 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 and it was about the process of re- like recognizing that I didn't have to go down every single rabbit hole that my mind like brings to, brings to bear. So that that's all I was trying to throw in there. So we happen to like notice. That we're going down the rabbit hole right like there's something in us that like kind of is like hey <laughs> that's a rabbit hole and then you like you go about i mean i've experienced this you go about you go back and then you're like oh, i'm doing it again i'm going down the same like why do i keep going down the same hole um but the noticing you know the awareness to thought in the moment the awareness to where our experience is really coming from you know, is, is the thinking in the moment, right? And we experience thought via our senses too. So even though, you know, like obviously we can smell things and that sort of stuff, but, you know, senses trigger memories and then we can literally like be in the memory of that or different visual things trigger memories. And we can, we can like imagine, we have this beautiful imagination and I've really played with using my imagination to solve problems. So um, it's interesting because you were like mundane everyday problems, work stuff, and I'll just go there. Sometimes I really get in my head about like not wanting to send an email because I'm really worried about <laughs> how the other person's going to perceive this. I have a very tender TLC loving job that I have to kind of, um, you know, I don't know. I have to like coax people's egos and stuff at my work. <laughs> so, so, so I can really get in my head about it or I can just get really creative and figure out like, how many smiley faces can I put in this email? <laughs> like, like, and so like this bad news comes really soft to them, <laughs> like, but no, I mean, I just, I, I started approaching it in a way where if I got to make up something, can I make up that they come back with like a, hey, that's cool. No problem. We'll fix that. You know, why do I make up they're going to come back and they're going to say this and then my day is going to be ruined and then I'm going to have to call my boss. And if I got to call my boss, you know what I'm going to tell her? This. And I like, and I'm like literally sitting there trying to write this email for like 
10 minutes when I could just like send, send, send the, just three sentences, just get the conversation going and see where it goes instead of um, getting all into it. And I talk to other people who have to send this type of work and they're like, I feel the same way. Sometimes it'll take me like 30 minutes to, to do an email, (laughs) like just to ask a question. And so that's just an example of how we're taking ourselves away from our well-being, right? Like we're taking ourselves away from it when we go down like that rabbit hole. There's no reason. That's not even what's happening. I've just literally made up a narrative of what's going to happen and it hasn't even happened yet. And so if I can pre-plan a hypothesis of a, of a plan of how I'm going to work the thing out that hasn't even happened, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to figure out if it happens in the moment. And what's interesting in all of this, in the whole conversation is that when we really look, when, when like we, we all have common sense, you know, if we really look and we're seeing we're truly seeing what's going on. We know to stop, you know? We know when to stop, we know when to continue. We, we just, we already know. And that's one of the things that I love about, about this is that I see that I already know. I already know what's good for me. It's like, you already know what's good for you. You already know that's good for you. And, but, we, we then we get caught up in all of this. Actually, this is a perfect segue. Amy, we're going to do your segment. Eat what you want with Amy Crippen. This is what I love about this because I know what's good for me. I know what I want. I know, right? And when it comes to food... I don't see clearly, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so that's why Amy, uh, I wanted us to talk about it a little bit. And and one of the things that I loved in in the first conversations that we had, um, you talk about your body speaks to you and we just don't hear it. So it really ties in, right? We our body talks to us, but we're so busy mentally that we don't even hear what the body does. What I'm noticing is that I also think of my body in a certain way. And so therefore, I'm, I'm not thinking that it's actually talking to me <laughs> until, you know, it generates tumors for me. <laughs> And it tells me, yo, lady, you've been doing something to me, right? So I was wondering if you could talk to that a little bit, if I'm making sense to you, of course. Yeah, it makes so much sense because um, everything around what to eat um, is talked about in intellectual manners. This many carbs, this many proteins. Oh, if you want to do this, it's like, like how Rob had said in the first episode, like as if you're an athlete and that's what your goal is, you know? And I think this comes from like that inner desire, that want versus that inner desire, right? Like is what's truly motivating you to eat better that you think that a really banging body is going to make you feel better about your positive, your image, you know? Like, is that what's going to actually be the thing that's going to get you the person you want, attract the mate, you know, or whatever else you, whatever story you might have around that, or it's going to make you fall in love with yourself. Cause, um, it's interesting because, you know, that self-love and compassion is, is, is actually like the jet fuel that will get you to notice your body more in a, in a loving and compassionate way, you know, um, and treat it better. There are so many people who, who are eating foods that they don't want to. They're all up in their head. They have so much food anxiety around what they're eating and how they're moving their body. And they're not, they're not even finding joy in it. It is like a chore. It's like a routine for an outside, um, 
you know, satisfaction. And I remember even Rob said, you know, he's shared his story with me before that moving his body was that before. And he didn't realize, you know, how much up here was still there. And so what I really want to say about um, our body listening to us is it, it kind of is like a, like a toddler, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't have a lot of words, <laughs> you know, like they're, they're we get signals and they have a little variant thing, but they mean many things, right? Like, okay, I feel a little indigestion. What did I eat? Could it be, could it be this thing? And people can take that feedback and get really anxious if they have an anxious sort of mindset, but it's always kind of just like, it's just cueing us in and the body kind of has this beautiful natural way of just bringing balance, mm. you know, like we don't even realize all the processes that are happening in our body, our, our blood sugar, our blood pressure, our, you know, our different blood cells, um, our digestion, like all of this is just happening in this beautiful harmony to, to um, create like homeostasis, right? And so when it comes to eating, that biofeedback, the whole reason we eat to begin with, you know, the thing that alarms us, hunger. So noticing our hunger in ways um, where we're not just interpreting um, hunger, because hungry is interpreted in different ways. And I love to explain um, the six human hungers. Um, Eric, and I can't remember his last name. I want to say Mendez. He was a, like an anthropologist of nutrition, basically. So he went around and, and studied different um, tribes. And he came up with these six hungers to his um, research. And the first one being thirst, right? Like we get a signal of hungry we're actually thirsty. Like what the hell body? Like you can't just tell me I'm thirsty. You know, why do you tell me I'm hungry? Well, that's because we didn't have access to, you know, water that was um, pure for us to eat, you know, drink. So we would, and our diets were like highly water dense foods. So drinking more water is such a good way to start on um, moving towards a healthier diet because you will feel more satiated. Um, so much of our hunger cues are from water, you know? And a lot of people don't like water, but you can do different things to it. I mean, you can, you can add different flavors or, um, or even just drinking, you know, I, I drink sometimes like the, the sparkling water um, but you kind of get used to it after a while and you desire, you don't even realize how much of that you need. Okay. So that's like, we're not going to go through all six. Yeah, no, no, we're that's fine. Yeah. We'll just start with that one. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're going to do this one and I'm going to share my, my experience of water. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like I've done the diet things. I think I've talked about this before. I've done the diet things and I just don't want to do it anymore. But one of the things that out of the diets that I take, that I took, uh, that I took on with me and that I kept, like, that's why I'm saying there are things that we just know in, in mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So the water thing is, is I drink at least two liters of water a day. And if I don't drink, like right today, I didn't drink, I've been busy. And like, as you were talking about thirst, I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay so I'm thirsty like I get to feel the difference now and it, it becomes in my mouth it comes to my mouth but it and if I don't I I feel it like I know I haven't drunk my my two liters of water so I mean I I'm saying two liters it may be 1.5 I'm just like I'm you know I got these <laughs> big humongous glasses you know that which I, is great like keeping them by you so yeah. that you you know you have it readily available um which is you know a huge factor sometimes to that overeating right like we're we, our food is like so readily available we don't have to go hunt and gather anymore we don't have to you know it's just it's right there and we don't always um have access to 
the, the best foods. We have access to a lot of variety. There's, there's so many different reasons um, that are just ways that we can kind of tweak our environment um, to um, help facilitate and a healthier choice to be around that too. Yeah. But listening, listening to our bodies is huge. You know, they're giving us feedback all the time. So I'm going to ask you, um, what is, what is a, oh my God, I have the French word. <laughs> what is, oh my God, I only have the French word. What is a product, a I feel like asking supplement? Huh? Supplement? I don't know. No, what is a, a, a like a I don't want to say a fruit, but something that we eat. Vegetable? Okay, Google. Comment on dit aliment en anglais? Comment on dit on dirait food. Food. <laughs> Well, hilarious. <laughs> what is a food? <laughs> That's the question I wanted to say. What is a food that we uh, that that you know of that we believe is not good for us, but is good for us? Mm, food. Um, well, I guess that depends on what diet, <laughs> like what fad diet we're following. Um, well, let's like, not talk about a fad diet. We're talking about, you know, in general for human yeah. beings, like it's not chips. <laughs> well, I would, I would say, and, um, you know, for the most part, uh, getting caught up on like the food policing and food rules really, um, isn't the point if we listen to our bodies we'll like we'll feel icky if we have too much of the bad stuff like i eat chips every day i'm gonna notice my energy's down i'm gonna notice my stomach doesn't feel great and it's like probably my skin's gonna break out <laughs> you know like i'm gonna see a difference um yeah i mean nicely played amy Griffin. yeah i mean nicely twinkies played. probably are you know they kind of like supposedly you can bring them into space so that probably might be one that we shouldn't eat if you can bring it into space <laughs> with you only if you're going to space or it's a zombie apocalypse eat a twinkie <laughs> i was sharing i was sharing in our in our last recording that uh, i've seen a difference in you know in me in my neck in my stomach in my you know in my body i've seen a difference and i'm not i'm not dieting i'm absolutely not looking at my calories i'm not looking at what i'm eating if, if anything you know i'm actually making desserts and stuff like that and i'm like why why am i feeling like this you know and i think that one of the things that i've seen is that I don't binge like I used to. You know, like I used to, like for example, I'd make Rice Krispie Treats while I'd sit there and I'd eat the whole thing, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, instead of now just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna eat one now. And, uh, and, I, and I really, and it's not an effort. It's like, I, I don't know what happened mentally, you know, at that level. But I think that there's a lot of guilt that's disappearing in the, and I, I think the thing also that you addressed was the shaming. I think I was doing a lot of shaming. Yeah. Yeah. If we have um, guilt and shame layered on top of our food habits um, and we're emotional eaters, it only perpetuates that cycle, you know, um, and we're meant to eat. Like it feels good. I love eating, you know? Um, and if we're truly building the life that we want, it's looking at like how we were talking that want versus that desire. So do we believe that the skinnier body and the like, is, is the desire to have the skinnier body that you're going to diet for the rest of your life? <laughs> Is that the desire that's going to equal out that? And um, it's probably that we want to feel better. We want to feel good about ourselves. We want to have energy. We, you know, there's so many other things 
that we actually really want that we're not putting on that uh, on that desire list to tick the boxes. And so, so much of what I do is help people discover what that is for them so that they're literally going towards their own vision and not towards all of the over amount of um, information that's out there in the world. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's I want to live, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and so that that, you know, I'm having this conversation publicly with with you guys, and I'm sharing it with the world, hoping that, you know, somebody will hear something on their end. So yeah, I love that. So that's it. All right. So Danny, what do you have to say about that? What do you tell us a little bit about what do you think about food? I think food's yummy. That's first. <laughs> um, next, I don't know how good I am to talk to about this because I eat Oreos before bed every night. Um, no, but that's okay. That. That's, great. that's <laughs> great. You're eating what you want. Double stuff. <laughs> no, you know something? I they're uh, vegan. I started like I started. I was like, "Ooh, double stuffed is just enough." And then I went to the triple stuffed, and I like now nah, I just can't do it. So I gotta go with the regular. I was like, "It's too much stuffing." I had no idea the stuffing. I didn't even know what the stuffing tasted like until the triple stuffing. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my whole thing about eating and you know weight loss and whatever else, all of that stuff is whatever you do don't don't beat yourself up about it like if you have the oreos at night like i could have the oreos at night and beat myself up about it and then i'm not sleeping because i'm beating myself up because i just ate another four oreos before bed or i could eat the four oreos before bed not beat myself up about it and then be cool yeah it, it that it sounds counterintuitive but like my wife lost 80 pounds uh like a little while ago right and the first thing that, because she went and worked with somebody about it, the first thing that they said was, you're too stressed. Like, you're never going to lose weight if you're this stressed. So, like, they didn't say, hey, your diet needs to change. Hey, you need to eat, you know, celery versus Oreos. They said, stop stressing so much. And now with what I understand about the way the human system works, just realize that we're just doing too much thinking about it. Like, yeah. Oh, like, oh, sh should I, should I not eat these Oreos? Like what, what would happen if I eat these Oreos? I'm going to be fat in three days. If I keep eating Oreos like this, like that's what, that's what drops all the, maybe Amy will know the like specific chemicals that drop into our body. But like, mm -hmm. that's what keeps the weight, not, not the, whatever we're eating. Like that's, that's me. Don't get me wrong. You should definitely eat healthy. Um, I do for the most part. I could say I was paleo other than my nightly Oreos. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of like, that's me. Yeah, I think that's the key, right? It's to find, to find what is it for you. And this, mm -hmm. is, this is my mission right now. Like uh, I have this hashtag in my head that flows, that's floating in my head for, it's been floating for a while now. I'm going to say it's been floating since 2016. And it's in 2016, from 2016 to 2020, it was new body by 50. Well, that didn't work. Uh, <laughs> so now it's new body at 50. But I do have a different mental outlook at, on it. And now it's like, I really do feel better in my body. I don't know if I look better. But when I look at myself, you know, I see different things and I feel better. So I'm going to continue this and I'm going to share with y'all. Am I doing it right, Danny? I'm going to share I, with y'all. You know, <laughs> the only time that I ever realized that I had an accent, well, not the only time, but the major time was I was at an event and there was a lady from Canada. And she was like, I just love Texas accents. I was like, what are you talking about? All y'all, y'all just go, y'all. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess we do. <laughs> I don't even recognize the accents anymore. Like, you know, I, like some, some people say Michael has an accent and I'm like, he does? Yeah, I'm trying to, I don't. I, I don't hear one. them anymore. 
I it just like <laughs> steps right over my head. Wow. Well, this was fun. I, like I felt like it was a rocky beginning. Jasmine was in her head a little bit, you know. Happens to all of us. Happens to all of us. But in the end, it was fun. I hope you've enjoyed. Danny, I want you to say, like, let's say people are listening to and like are listening to us. If they want to have a chat with you, uh, are you looking for people to coach still because of your uh, advanced track? I am. Yeah, I'm in uh, Michael Dill's advanced track. If you would like to get in touch with me, um, Instagram is definitely the best way to do it. Uh, Danny Cobbin on Instagram, but you could email me as well as Danny Cobbin at gmail.com. Okay, good. So yeah, guys, if you want to have some coaching, Danny is, uh, is doing the advanced track of Supercoach Academy and he's looking for some people. <laughs> some warm bodies. I want to say Danny's an excellent coach and he has helped me get out of my head many times. So definitely give Danny a call. Very nice. All right. Well, thank you both for being here. It was fun. And um, if you, do, you know, I think I'm going to, I'm trying to create like this new habit of doing things like I, do you have Danny? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot now. Do you have any nuggets of wisdom before we leave? Like just a little nugget. Uh, if I was going to go with a nugget of wisdom, you don't have to know what's next in order to enjoy it. Mm, love it. Amy? Mm. Just stay open. And inquire. Okay. I'm going to say, come from love. Mm, I like it. Love come it. from love. Love it. So people, you have a fantastic rest of the day where whatever time it is that you're listening to us. And I'm going to finish off by telling you, dream it, dare it, do it, and live the life you want. Take care. Bye. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you.